Hello, Sac State students. Welcome to another week and another episode of the State Hornet Podcast. My name is Robbie Pierce. I am your podcast editor, and I'm joined here today by Maddie Beck, our managing editor, and Max Connor, our editor-in-chief. Later in the show, our tech correspondent, Kylie Robison, will join us, as well as our lifestyle and dating columnist, Lauren Venucci, to discuss both of their newest columns. First thing for us to talk about this week is that the State Hornet just finished our first-ever Twitch.tv live event, the Hornet Speaker Series. It was a series of Q&As on Monday, October 19th, we had Wesley Lowry, and on Wednesday, October 21st, we had Russ Butner. Uh, The Monday show with Lowry was hosted by our broadcast editor, Ian Ratliff, as well as Stephanie Nunez. The Wednesday show with Butner was hosted by myself and Cameron Dady, and the edited podcast versions of these are actually going up later today, Monday. uh, Spotlight normally uploads on Tuesdays. But for the sake of getting out faster, it'll be out later today and in the show notes once it goes live. Moving to Sacramento area news, Max, could you talk to us about the measure story that we put out earlier? Yeah, Robbie, thanks. So the week before last, we covered some of the we covered all the propositions on the California ballot, as well as did a little more in-depth coverage on some of the ones that specifically are most likely to affect students. Um, And then this week, we updated our elections coverage and elections page with the three measures in Sacramento County that are on the ballot. Uh, Measure A is the strong mayor measure, which is basically a measure that would give the mayor executive power within the city. So to kind of explain it as simply as I can, currently the mayor is essentially just another city council member, and he has one vote of nine votes in the city council. And the city council hires a, chooses and hires a city manager who carries out sort of the executive power. Measure A would change the structure of the government so that the mayor would be more like the president of the city. He would no longer have a vote with the city council, but he would propose the annual budget. He would have veto power over the city council. The city council would have to have a supermajority to overturn any of his vetoes. So essentially, the simplest way to think about it is more of a a presidential city style system. The other important thing to note with it is that it is a 10-year measure. So if it does pass, it's sort of a 10-year experiment where then it'll go back on the ballot for voters to decide if they like the new system or not. Uh, measure B is about redistricting. So this is a one-time measure that extends the time limit for the districts to be drawn for the city council in Sacramento because the census was pushed back the census deadline was pushed back this year as well. And Measure C is a new rent control measure, which is also known as the Sacramento Community Stabilization and Fair Rent Charter Amendment, would replace the current law that was enacted just about a little over a year ago in September 2019, which was the Sacramento Tenant Protection Act. And what this measure would do is it would create an entirely new democratically elected board, which would sort of be a rent control board, And they would be responsible for carrying out everything from investigations to evictions, as well as helping set rents for new construction and also setting the annual rent increase. They actually don't have a lot of control over that in the measure, basically. Annually, there's something called the Consumer Pricing Index, which has to do with inflation. And with this measure, it would... would, With this measure, rent control would basically be you cannot raise the rent beyond the consumer pricing index in between 2% and 5%. So to state that very simply, landlords every year will be able to raise rent at least 2%, but no more than 5%. In the current system, 
the way it works without going too far into the numbers, rent can go up as much as 10% in a given year, given a number of different factors. The current Rent Control Act does have a number of protections for for tenants, but the new system would, would create a separate small body of government and would also put a little bit tighter restrictions on rent control. And that small body would just be directly responsible for rent prices in the city, adjudication of any sort of litigation that needs to happen about, you know, tenants getting kicked out or not. Thank you, Max. And moving from Sacramento area back into new developments for Sac State. Maddie, did you want to talk about Sac State's newest member of the musical faculty? Yeah, so um, saxophonist Brian Landris actually just came to Sac State uh, to teach this fall semester. Landris has played with musicians such as Prince and The Temptations, and the State Hornet did a Q&A with him to talk about his music career and his new position at Sac State, and you can find that Q&A in the show notes. Moving into sports going up later today, it'll be in the show notes once it releases. We have a update on former Sac State basketball guard Isaiah Moreho Holeafa, who recently went pro in his home country of New Zealand. He just finished playing for the New Zealand National Basketball League team Auckland Huskies, and over the offseason, at the conclusion of the 2020 season, he earned a contract to play with the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, a team in Australia's National Basketball League, and hopes to play there this fall. And then Kylie, so you have a new edition of your Kylie Bites out, correct? Yeah, so I was feeling really burnt out this semester, and I started to write an article about how online learning wasn't for me, even though I'm a tech major, and I was just really astonished with how I felt this semester. So I reached out to Sac State students to see if I was the only one, and a lot of people got back to me. I I put out a call to action on CSUS Memes page. They helped me out. A lot of students reached out to me. I also posted on Reddit and I got a lot of emails from people who all said the same thing, that they were feeling really burnt out, that they didn't have a lot of motivation to continue um, and that they felt really failed by the faculty, by their professors. They felt like no one was listening to them and they were just alone feeling burnt out. And it felt like we had more homework than ever before, which I thought I was alone in too. I felt like I was being sort of whiny almost, like, you know, I'm just a college student I can get through this, but everyone feels the same way. It seems like that they just feel like things could have been different and they should have been different. It was just, it was just a really interesting article to write. And like everything else in this episode of the podcast, Kylie's story is available in the show notes. Thank you, Kylie. And then joining us now is Lauren Venucci, a opinion and lifestyle columnist for the State Horn of this semester. And Lauren, could you tell us about your newest column? Yeah. So I am a lifestyle and dating columnist and um i guess that i kind of have my own way about going about dating apps and just dating in general so i really wanted to get other people's opinions about how they match with people on dating apps um because i feel like it's a little bit different for everyone so i basically went undercover i used my favorite meme which is dw from arthur i just made that my profile picture i thought the glasses were so funny she looked like a literal spy and i made it super clear in my bio i was just like you know i'm doing this for professional reasons and um i basically swiped right on every single person i could find i went to people in san francisco florida like just super populated areas um 
and I just swiped for hours and I let all of my matches come in. I literally had like 400 something matches and it really gave me the opportunity to have like a wide variety and range of people I could talk to because some people were just like weird and I mean if you read my column you can see people were like rude but I, I don't take things personally but then there were other people that really were interested in helping me and I thought that it was so interesting just you know they had no idea who I was like for all they know I could have been fake but I put my preference to you know people of any gender like any age and it was it was super cool and so I kind of you know, I narrowed it down I chose the best answers to use in my column from last week so it was so fun I actually have a piece this week that I went on Bumble and you know it's it's cool it's cool seeing a dating world and you know I kind of realized that it's not, you know, my way is not everyone's way. So, yeah, I was, I, I did one of the edits on the column and it's honestly hilarious. Yeah, it's, I've, I had a lot of fun. So, the, the Tinder piece is already live in the show notes and the Bumble piece, the sequel should be coming out what later this week, early next week? I think it might be, I think it's coming out today. Oh, today. Okay. Then check the show notes for once that goes live as well. And that's going to just about do it for this week on the State Hornet Podcast. Thank you for listening and please stay safe. 